Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. This is QNN, your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA plus news and sport from Australia and the world. Celebrating 15 years on air, thanks to Australia's only rainbow community media organisation, Joy. Hi there, I'm Matthew Wade and this is your QNN update. A Baptist church in rural Australia has written to the local council opposing the flying of gay pride flags and has asked why not fly the Christian or heterosexual flags instead. The letter was written by David Hallett, secretary of Millicent Baptist Church and addressed to the Wattle Range Council in rural South Australia. It has been slammed as homophobic by LGBTIQ community activists. Queensland Police Commissioner Katerina Carroll recently attended a Brisbane Pride event as part of the QPS's commitment to delivering a formal apology to LGBTIQA communities. Brisbane Pride Inc. described the event as an important step in acknowledging the past and building future relationships based on respect and trust. Four speakers, including Brisbane Pride Inc. President Rebecca Johnson, shared their first-hand experiences of structural injustices and traumas relating to the QPS. Germany will become the latest country to lift its blanket ban on gay men donating blood, prompting activists in Australia to urge our government here to follow the example set by other countries. German Health Minister Karl Lauterbach said the law would be changed to ensure that gay blood donors in the future would be assessed on their individual risk behaviour. Currently, gay men and trans women in Germany have to abstain from sex for four months before becoming eligible to donate blood. Anderson Aldrich, the 22-year-old accused of murdering five people at Colorado Gay Bar Club Q, has returned to court to face additional charges. In addition to the 305 charges they were already facing, prosecutors have added additional charges including attempted murder charges and two hate crime charges. It brings the total number of crimes Aldrich is charged with to 317. Aldrich, whose lawyers say is non-binary and uses gender-neutral pronouns, is facing life imprisonment if convicted of the first-degree murder charges. And and an Australian woman, Tessa Boner, who previously identified as straight, claims her sexuality has changed since she stopped taking the contraceptive pill. The 30-year-old Melbourne resident started taking the pill as a teenager to help regulate her periods and stayed on it for 15 years. However, once Bonner broke up with her long-term boyfriend last year and came off the pill around the same time, she began feeling attracted to people of the same sex. That was your news update. Now to Jacqueline with your sport report. Xander Murray, the Scottish Professional Football League's first openly gay player since Justin Fashionew, has signed with new club Bonnie Rig Rose. The 31-year-old striker publicly came out while playing with gal like Barry Dean Rovers last year. Sky Sports reports Rose manager Robbie Horn has been keen to sign up Xander, saying he's quick, strong and scores goals. In more football news, FIFA has fined the Mexican Football Federation $150,000 for homophobic chants heard during the recent FIFA World Cup matches against Poland and Saudi Arabia. In a statement, FIFA says no 
Mexican supporters will be permitted to attend the next men's national team game. During an interview on Sideline, Joy 94.9's new sports show, Associate Professor Ada Chung, an expert in trans health research, says the World Aquatics ruling to restrict participation of transgender athletes in elite women's competition is not based on science. Chung says the premise that trans athletes have a competitive advantage is driven by misinformation. Australian Olympic swimmer Emily Seabom supports the ruling, with Chung calling on the gold medalist to reconsider her position. I know that the science is not unequivocal because there's hardly any research out there and I'd really welcome the opportunity to meet with Emily and show her the science behind what we know about the impact of hormone therapy. And a groundbreaking research project run by Proud to Play and funded by Vic Health is being launched in the lead up to Melbourne's Midsummer Carnival event. In an interview with Sideline, Dr Ryan Storr, researcher and co-founder of Proud to Play, says the data is anecdotal in understanding how many LGBTIQ plus people in Victoria play sport, are part of a sport club or are physically active. We actually need data, especially for the government, to actually identify how much of a problem it is. Thanks, Jacqueline. That's what's making news in the LGBTIQA plus community this week. The Q&N team will be back here next week, or you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Q&N. I'm Matthew Wade. Q&N was recorded at Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au or via the Joy app. Q&N is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.